Hey everybody, it's your local psychologist here, Psych Chrissy. Welcome to the Well AF podcast where all of your health and wellness is delivered in a no BS manner. Before you wreck yourself, yeah. come on, check yourself before you wreck yourself. Cause shotgun bullets are bad for your health. Hey everybody, it's Psych Chrissy here. Welcome to your Tuesday night of Site Chrissy content live here on the Infinity Wellness page. We are doing Life Crusher Live, and I'm absolutely stoked to be here. <clears throat> I literally just, <coughs> sorry, I literally just pummeled my dinner down. So I've got half of it stuck in my throat, basically. <laughs> oh, dear. True Site Chrissy style, always trying to do a million things at once. So um, if you are here live tonight, Give me a wave, give me a like, give me a share. You know I love it. Um, and I'm here to obviously share with all my faves um, some content tonight, which I think honestly everybody could benefit from because we all know this type of person or we all do tend to get ourselves into a situation where We've just got to deal with argumentative people. <laughs> hey, Caitlin, welcome to the live broadcast tonight. Um, I'm absolutely pumped and um, I feel like it's going to be a hot topic. I don't know. I thought last week was going to be good. I feel like this week is going to be even better. So um, it's, I suppose, some pearls of wisdom from Site Chrissy on how you just deal with someone that, is just so argumentative, you know, and we all know that person. And even it's not necessarily the person that we know, but um, it could be certain situations that uh, tend to lead somebody that we know to be triggered in that way, to respond in that really unhelpful, argumentative way. <clears throat> hey, Jody, welcome to the broadcast tonight. So I'm, I'm going to help you guys out. Um, and I'm going to drop the topic like it's hot. <laughs> That's absolutely for sure. Because I think we all need help in this department, even psych Chrissy, to be honest, you know, because, you know, I'm not immune to these interactions with people, whether it just be, you know, in my day to day, whether it be that I come across these scenarios in private practice, whether it be I come across the scenarios in my coaching or my in my corrections group work life. Um, you know, I think that nobody is free of getting into a situation where you might be faced with someone that's getting really riled up, really argumentative, you know, and there could be a whole range of triggers for that. It could be just who they are. You know, it could be that they just find that that's a way that they respond to emotionally charged situations. It could be the situation at hand could be really frustrating and impacting on the dynamics between two people. You know, it could be a whole range of reasons and situational tr triggers that might be creating that situation. Also, it could be um, due to a whole range of, of deficits between the interaction between two people that's creating one person to become very righteous, very argumentative and unwilling, I suppose, to negotiate in that situation or see even see a different perspective. So 
like I said, it could be a whole range of things. It could be a whole range of um, of factors that's impacting on that situation um, that's creating a sense of how am I even going to deal with this person that just keeps going on and on and on and on about something. And as I suppose, I don't want to say the bystander because you're probably involved in some way, but I suppose as the individual that is engaged in that type of in interaction. How bloody frustrating is it? <laughs> you know, I totally get it. I think that one of the most challenging things in life can be stuck in an interaction with somebody that seems to be just going round and round in circles. So I'm going to give you some hot tips tonight, guys, on how to actually negotiate that situation, how to potentially get out of it in a more productive way, how to hopefully end up with, I suppose, a win-win situation. So I've got some hot tips to share with you guys tonight that might help you in this certain situation. So um, bear with me, guys. I've got some hot tips. So let's start with the first one. And this can be, I get it. Like, are you going to listen to me say this and you're going to be like, Sight Chrissy, like, I'm catching what you're throwing, but bloody hell, that's going to be hard. That's going to be hard work um, to actually adopt that mindset and that approach to someone that's really pissing me off. <laughs> like they're really going in for the kill, you know, they're really pummeling the arguments, they're really resisting any other point of view, they're refusing to, you know, adopt your perspective, they're refusing to listen to what it is that you have to say. Like, I totally get it, guys. I really do. Um, but really, if you are able to force yourself into a position of curiosity, you know, being curious curious about what it is that that person's presenting, how they're presenting, why they're presenting in that way, rather than, uh, I suppose, a stance of defensiveness, it will help you a lot, guys. <clears throat> So I really do feel like that arguments are exaggerated by some of the things I'm going to mention coming up. But when you're not curious and you're coming from a position of defence, you know, and you're rigid in that and you're upping the ante and you're returning fire, I suppose, on that person that's refusing to listen to your point of view, something's got to give there, guys. Something's got to give. And if you don't like the discomfort and you don't like the direction that it's going, then you could be the person to actually drive that back to a position of de-escalation. So if you adopt a sense of curiosity, why is this person responding in this way? You know, what might be driving their rigidity? What might be driving their argument and their fight to continue to push this in front of my face, you know? So for example, you know, a lot of the time when I'm facing resistance in in treatment, for example, you know, as a psychologist, I'm trained to know that that's a product of something else. You know, I'm trained to understand that sometimes when people might be getting defensive, they might be wanting to argue with me, it might be because they're uncomfortable. Um, it could be because they're in denial. <laughs> it could be because they don't understand what it is that's going on. It could be that they don't understand 
how I'm trying to articulate something or my point of view, a lack of understanding accounts for so much, guys. You know, and if you're able to adopt a curiosity around that and try and understand what it is that they might not be getting or where they need further clarification or you're able to restate your point of view in lots of different ways, you might be able to negotiate your way around that state of confusion, if that might be, I suppose, the driving factor to why, towards their desire to just be relentless in pushing their point of view, you know. The other thing that you might be curious about, you know, what it is that they don't feel, you know, um, listen to. You know, a lot of the, the time when people are trying to push um, a certain point of view or a certain standpoint is because they don't feel like you're listening to them. You know, so upping the ante on that's actually not going to solve any problems. Um, you know, adopting curiosity, being open in your stance, you know, saying to them that you're listening to what it is that you're saying. And you might work with them in terms of um, re, I suppose, clarifying whether it is that you're you're hearing what they're saying, you know, Joe Bloggs, I'm hearing that you're saying this, is that right? Or is this right? Or is what you're saying to me this? And really, I suppose the curiosity in trying to understand the position that they're coming from can immediately de-escalate the situation. If someone feels like they're being listened to, you will disarm them. They will not want to launch <laughs> you know they want they don't want to keep pummeling you if they feel like they're being heard or they're being listened to if they don't feel like that way the likelihood of want, them wanting to keep pummeling you with their point is actually going to be quite high so a position of curiosity seeking not to defend yourself but to listen can potentially de-arm and de-escalate that situation in the moment and lead to you being able to get to a better outcome. Hey, Charles, welcome to the broadcast tonight. We're talking all about how to deal with argumentative people because, geez, they can be annoying. <laughs> I totally get it. Like, I get it. I'm just trying to help you guys manage the situation a hell of a lot better. The other thing, and, and I suppose I'm going to get a little bit crude here, and I mentioned this in a couple of broadcasts ago, is when you're going backwards and forwards with someone and you haven't quite managed to adopt that position of curiosity, you haven't quite managed to listen more than throwback, is your ability to know when it becomes a pissing contest. You know, and I call a pissing contest that fight for one-upmanship, no, but this, no, but that, you know, and no one wins. It just becomes a bloody contest about one-upmanship. It becomes a, a contest of proving a point. No one ever bloody wins. And knowing when it be that dynamic becomes apparent because no one's needs are going to be met in that situation and being able to opt out in that scenario when you recognise the difference between negotiating backwards and forwards from a positive to, to come to a more positive outcome and knowing the difference between that and when it becomes just a pissing contest of one-upmanship because there's a big difference between negotiating a positive outcome, seeking clarification, trying to understand one another's point of view and literally trying to dominate the shit out of the other person. And that's when it's a pissing contest, when you're not seeking to clarify, you're not seeking to 
to, I suppose, um, uh, achieve an even balance. You're seeking to just go boom, boom, take my point of view, you know, have this, have that, have this, have that. That's the pissing contest, okay? Nobody wins in that scenario. So knowing when it becomes that way, and probably one of the biggest hints is when it becomes, when it looks like it's going to be a no-win situation, you're probably stuck in a pissing contest, guys. So it's best to get out of it as soon as you can. One of the ways that you can get out of it that I find that's really helpful, again, not only just returning to a curiosity, non-defensive standpoint, is that you return to purpose. So you go, okay, we're going backwards and forwards. You're naming the behaviour. What we really aim to do here is come to an agreement um, or come to a mutual level of understanding or whatever it is that you're seeking. You know, it could be different in a whole range of different situations, you know, what, what the motivation might be. But just naming it, going, hang on a minute, we're getting a little bit out of hand. We seem to have gone on this tangent and that's not what it's about. Let's return to purpose here. Let's return to what the problem situation was and let's try and work out a way of moving forward. Sometimes that snap, hey, something's gone a bit askew here. We've gone over in this direction. We're going backwards and forwards and it's really not helping us. Let's return to purpose and work out if we can move forward in a different way. Okay, so returning to purpose can be really helpful in a good way of just, um, I suppose, getting the person to realise that it's getting out of hand and nobody's winning in this scenario. The other thing too that I, that I can find really helpful when you're dealing with an argumentative person, their desire to maybe dominate the situation, their desire to prove a point, their win-at-all-costs potential attitude, their on-right thinking style, whatever's driving the behaviour, you know, you can you can actually de-escalate the situation and save yourself a whole lot of turmoil and a whole lot of pain. Um, and let me know what you think about this, guys, um, is that it's okay. I think it's not so much it's okay, but you've got to be okay with being able to opt out all right, being able to call it, going, hey, returning to purpose and even just opting out at that point and saying, hey, I feel like this is getting out of hand. I feel like we're both getting really angry. Um, I feel like this has become a pissing contest. You know, I feel like this is a bit of a no-win situation, you know, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to opt out at this point. You know, you've got to, when you are stuck in a back and forth with somebody, it's okay for you to get out. It's okay for you to opt out when you feel like you're entering into a situation where there's not going to be a positive outcome at the end of it. You know, and it's even probably more empowering and it's probably going to lead to a hell of a lot um, less discomfort for you if you do actually opt out of that scenario, guys. So, you know, because the backwards and for forwards create so much discomfort and, and actually can eventuate in long-standing emotional discomfort. If you walk away wounded, battered, broke, um, frustrated, even angrier than what you walked out into the situation, you know, with, you leave the situation angrier than what you come in, then that's not a good, that's not a good scenario either. So be okay with opting out especially in the event of a pissing contest, um, a real escalation in emotional state, because what we know is <clears throat> emotions drive lots of unhelpful reactions and it can even end up in behaviours that are just not even helpful 
you know, it could be it could be ending in name calling, abusive behaviours, accusation. Like, it could just escalate to a point of, oh my gosh, this is you know gone from zero to ten in you know five minutes or so, and now it's becoming a a personal attack. It could be you know lots of disrupt like destructive behaviours might be eventuating as a result of that interaction. Um, so. You know, another way potentially of de-escalating the situation is the good old agree to disagree. You know what? In life, we're not always going to agree with each other and that's totally fine as well. You could say to this person that's bloody pushing their point to the cows come home, look, Joe Bloggs, I just don't think we're going to agree on this and that's okay. You know, there are just some situations and scenarios in the world where we don't have to agree on everything and that's okay. You can have a difference of opinion. You can have a different perspective on something. You can have, you know, you can be a different person and present a different point of view and the world doesn't have to break as a result of that. Our relationship doesn't have to break into a million pieces as a result of that. We can make wake up tomorrow and even be friends but we can still have a difference in opinion, all right? So just because you're having a a disagreement or you can't agree on something, it doesn't have to be the end of the world and it doesn't have to result in a a situation where you go backwards and forwards and you're all in agreement with something either. It could just be a tap-out scenario where you go, okay, we're not going to agree on this. We've got to get out of it. Um, And... The other thing too, like I I mentioned before, being okay with opting out, but an extension of that would actually be taking a time out. So, you know, enabling yourself to go away from the situation, regroup, calm down, get rid of all of the intense emos that might have eventuated from that interaction and coming back at a later stage. And more often than not, and I'm, I'm not even I'm not even joking. I reckon 99% of conflict situations can often be resolved with a break in emotions. If you go away and you calm down and you come back to that situation, more often than not, you're probably going to be able to resolve it 100%. If anything, like if you can't resolve it, you're probably going to be far more capable of agreeing to disagree in that situation, 100%. You know, so not only being okay with opting out is an important factor, um, but you can actually calm down and come back to the conflict situation if you feel like it's worthwhile and actually resolve that if if you need to. You know, things like in the workplace or in, you know, close relationships, whether it be family, friends, partners, you might actually need to work it out. You know, your agree to disagree might not be a point of, you know, it might not be realistic. You might actually have to come to some sort of conclusion to be able to move forward. All right. So let's give it a little bit of rundown, guys, a little bit of a summary for all of everybody out there. And it will be everybody in the universe that needs to learn how to better deal with a scenario where you've just got somebody that will not let something go. They just keep arguing and arguing and, you know, and I appreciate how frustrating that can be. So let's do a little bit of a recap. So if you could adopt a position of curiosity rather than defence and seek to understand and listen and and see it from the other person's point of view and get to the bottom of where I suppose the difference of opinion is or what it is that the person is trying to articulate um, rather than just fight 
argue, defend, get your point of view across, you're probably going to be much better place. Um, knowing when it becomes a pissing contest and knowing that no one wins a pissing contest, all right, all it is is just a one-upmanship. It's just a back and forth. It's just a process of domination where nobody actually wins the fight. So get out of it. It's not healthy. Returning to purpose, calling it out, recognising with the person that, um, you know, hang on a minute, we've got off the track here. We seem to be getting into arguments that have got away from the purpose. Let's actually come back here and forge a way to move forward. Like what we were really trying to work out was A, B and C. I know we went off on that way, but come on, let's actually sort out what we need to sort out here and, and actually knuckle down what the problem situation was in the first place. Because as you know, things can escalate and become an argument about that time back in bloody last year when, you know, it can become about bloody God knows other issues rather than the actual issue itself. So returning to purpose, being okay with opting out, knowing when to opt out in the event of a pissing contest, when emotion, emotions are just getting too high, um, when, you know, the purpose seems to be lost and you just keep going backwards and forwards and, you know, you don't seem to be getting anywhere. Um, and being okay with potentially taking a time out um, and coming back to that situations when emotions are not so heightened. Because as I said, I feel like 99% of all arguments, if you just went away and, and took a bit of a spell um, and you just cool down and you come back to the scenario later on, more often than not, you're going to be able to resolve what it was that the issue was without all of those full-blown emotions getting in the way and interfering in the process. So there we go, Kathy. There we go, Chelsea. You guys have really needed to hear this content tonight, and I'm, I'm really stoked that it struck a chord with you and it's something that you might be able to go away and have a little bit of a think about further and have a, I suppose, maybe take a different approach um, in scenarios where someone might be just, you know, going like a relentless person and they're not listening to what, what it is that you have to say and some of these strategies might really, really help you either get out of that situation in a more productive way or just navigate the way that they're reacting to you in that scenario in a more helpful manner. All right, there we go, guys. I hope it's been helpful. There's your Tuesday night, Psych Chrissy Dose. Go out, go forth, go and manage those argumentative situations. And as always, I hope it's been helpful. And I'll catch you all next week. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Well AF podcast. If you love listening to Psych Chrissy, please share and subscribe to my podcast or catch all the action on the Infinity Wellness page on Facebook at Infinity Wellness Centre.